Yeah, you, yeah. Um, so, first off, before you listen to the episode, you should most definitely go to manifestsimplicity.com, get your email address, you know what it is, because you've used it a million times, and put it in the little box that says newsletter. And then what should you click? Subscribe. Click subscribe. And what that will do, basically, is mean that when an essay comes out, you will be the first to know about it. That's the point. How it's supposed to work is like this. We write an essay. We post it on a Friday. I then email you a little link to the essay saying, hey, check this out. There's a new one up. You listen to it. You don't listen to it. You read it. You then listen to the podcast on Monday where we discuss it in further detail. Yes, you do. That's the ideal situation. That's how it works, people. Come on. So go to the website, put your email address in, and be prepared for a world of awesomeness. Okay, on with the episode. Simplicity, where we discuss intentional living, minimalism, and searching for meaning in a world obsessed with more. I'm Mick. I'm Anton. <laughs> You're not Anton. I'm Craig. <laughs> and together we run a website, why would you do that? Called manifestsimplicity.com. We post essays, short thoughts, recommendations, and our rules for living a more re- meaningful life. What are we looking at on today's show, Craig? We are going to be doing a little bit of looking into the Matrix key makers. Uh, we are also going to be missing hikers, how the matrix is good for personal development and parking inside the lines. You should never park outside the lines, I don't think. Um, unless, um, you're an idiot. Yeah. Unless, yeah. There's people who, there's people who park outside the lines to prevent their car or try and prevent their car from getting dented by the people's doors and stuff. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to park outside the lines over something like striped white lines on the floor like an, or an open bay next to you that people aren't supposed to park in. Yeah, fair enough. But I still think you should yeah, park. I think you should if stick... you're parking next to two other car bays, yeah. like parking bays, you should definitely park. With them. My OCD and my minimal, my OCD and my need for tidiness will not, will prevent me from park. If I'm parking, if I park and I'm on the line, I literally will get out and straighten it up. Really? I can't do it. I need to be inside the box. Hmm. I hate these people that like spin their cars in and their wheels are like still. Oh God! <laughs> just straighten it. The, What's wrong with you? Their wheels are still. What facing, is wrong with you? Just like, straighten the it's car. It's like they've spun the car in yeah. and they've gone. Skirt, they've gone and they've just left it. Skirt, and then they've just left it. Oh, I've got, I've got, I've got to go shopping now, and they've just left it. Hate it. Yeah, I hate those people. Hate it. Um, so what, yeah, that's today's episode. Anyway. Thanks for listening, everyone. What's something that's made you annoyed or angry this week? I've been getting increasingly annoyed this week. So I have the... The the weather's been a bit up and down. It's been humid, it's been hot, but it's been a bit dry, a bit boring, a bit rainy. Um, So this morning, uh, well, most mornings, I have Do Not Disturb on overnight. And when I wake up in the morning and it turns itself off, I get this nice little message under my notification screen that says... um, Good morning. Um, the weather today is looking like this. The high will be this, with the uh, the low being this. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. So this morning it was like, and all week it's been completely wrong. Like yesterday it was wrong. Today it was wrong. So yesterday, um, 
it said it was going to be... The weather app. It's, I don't know where it gets it from. It's on the iPhone, but it's not the weather app. It's just a notification on the home screen, uh, on the lock screen. And it's like... And you just have to dismiss it at the bottom. Uh, but it's like, the, it's after seven o'clock, do not disturb, turns itself off, this comes on. And, and it was like, like... This is the weather, and it, it's never right. It wasn't right. No, so yesterday it was like, oh, t today it'll be partly cloudy uh, in Manchester with the low of, I think it was 17, and a high of 26... So I was like, oh, amazing. But then... Yeah, a high, of 20, a high of 26 is like... Um, Good for us. Yeah, is... And this is degrees Celsius. Yeah, this is Celsius for all you non-Celsius. So, well, I mentioned it to Jenna. I was like, oh my God, 26 degrees today. That's insane. Uh, and she was like, well, it says on mine it'll only get to 20. So I Googled... Your, your phone is clearly broken because <laughs> it thinks it's going to be much warmer than it actually <laughs> so is. So I, I literally Googled it and it was like, nope, it's going to rain today and it's not going to get any hotter than what, 21 degrees. So I was oh, like, all right, okay. Oh, so then I was like, maybe it was a blip. This morning, woke up, the high will be 24 degrees with sun, no rain, just sun, part land, bit cloudy... Uh, with a low of 18 and a high of 21. And I was like, mm. so I Googled it. Wrong again. No, 24. High was 21. Rain for most of the day. And low was 16. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a hundred. Like, it wasn't so far off. It was unbelievable. But the, the weatherman is always wrong. Like, mm. the, they're judging it based on what they think is going to happen. But things can change in an instant. So by the time they've got that information to the app, to your phone, and you've read it, things have already changed. So the weatherman is notoriously bad for actually predicting. If you want to know what the weather's like, go, go outside. Go and look outside. And there's a 90% chance that it's already raining. Yep, definitely. Um, so yeah, that, that's that been frustrating me this week because I'm waking up and I'm like, oh, cool, yeah, I can plan my day for this. I can try and do this. And I can wear like, shorts. Yeah, and I'm like, nope, can't. I can still wear shorts because it's hot, but it's going to rain. I wear shorts in all weather. Ooh. I can't wait for You're winter. all weather, man. You. I'm going to wear shorts in winter. It's going to be great. You do wear the shorts. shorter, the better. Oh. Yeah. You are known for your notoriously short shorts. I've got great legs. Mm. I've got good, strong runner's mm. legs. Man legs. I've got man legs. Beef legs. Yeah. Arms, not so much. No. I went climbing and kind of bouldering with my brother when I was that I've just been down in London um we went climbing in London and I have realized that um I used my arms to pull myself up onto a hold couldn't lift anything for two days <laughs> <laughs> my arms are so weak you were you that broken literally my forearms were like spasming on their own Wow, you yeah. broke yourself. It was not a good look. Um, but I had bleeding hands as well. So I felt like I'd like, I was like at the Alex Hanold of. It's either you bouldering. really badly failed and should never do this again, or you need to do this more so that you're, you're better at it. I, I, the second one. I really liked it. It's the first time I've ever been. There's a climbing place opposite where we work, you know. You we should, should go. go. Yeah, you should go. Yeah, I'm, uh, going, I'm going to. Climbing, not for me. Yeah, I like to climb now. I'm 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 one of those cool hipster people who climbs now. So um, there you go. Yeah, so I'm I'm into climbing and bouldering now. Bouldering. Yeah. Bouldering. Yeah, we call it we call it. Bouldering um, sounds like it should be something else. We call it beading. Actually, we don't. Oh, beading. Yeah, uh, we're going beading. Show yeah. me your bead. You want to be careful. You don't say b day. Show me your b day. Nothing wrong with the b day. Let me clean my arsehole on your b day. Don't say the word arsehole. <laughs> Why? Don't That's what it. a B-Day does. Don't say the Cleans word. Cleans the bootox. Yeah, the butt. 
I can I can take I can handle butt. I can handle bum. I can handle ass. Asshole is too much. <laughs> it sounds awful. Doesn't <laughs> it's it? far too much. It's like moist. Moist is that? Mm, let me moist. Oh, I bet that was quite ASMR-y. Ooh. Moist. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh, oh, everyone has turned the podcast off because <laughs> shit has gone south immediately. <laughs> um, what is something that made you happy this week? The word moist made me happy. <laughs> um, I... My friend Ryan hates the word beaker. Oh, I don't mind that word. Beaker. I'm a big fan of the word herb. 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 Herb's a good word. <laughs> uh, herb. So, something that made me actually quite happy this week was... I was given some feedback while you were in London. Um, sunning of, myself. Sunning yourself. Swimming outside and going on model trains. One of our um, dedicated listeners, shall we refer to him as, and oh. big supporters. Yes. Um, Mr. Adam the Bakester uh, pulled me to one side and offered me some feedback on the peak on the peacast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call it a peacast. Uh, just saying how how much he's enjoying it, how much he really likes it, and how much personally it's helped him. Yeah. Uh, it made me really happy because we're not doing it for that. We're not. Yeah. The why we're doing the podcast is for us. And Correct. To, it helps us. Uh, we get to talk about stuff that we, we're interested in, we're passionate about. But if anyone gets help from it, it amazing. Uh, we appreciate everyone that listens. But yeah, that... Adam is fortunate enough to work with us and see us face to face. He has lucked out there because he gets to see us every day. Every single day. Five days a week. He walks past and he goes, oh, God, they're here again. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he offered me some amazing feedback. And uh, Adam wrote his dissertation on minimalism um, and the impacts of it in modern world and how it's... Okay, so, stuff, so this is a... Um, I'm going to put this out there. Oh, go on. We should have Adam on the podcast. We should have Adam on the podcast. Okay, so... Anton is going to come on the podcast. Ben Adam, Ben Anton. We're going to get Anton on the podcast because we have been talking about this essay. We've, people are going to be so disappointed. They're going to read motivation. It's a great essay. It is a fantastic work. Anton did some great work. He is one of the most motivated people we know. People are going to be disappointed by it because we have bigged it up so much and we have led everyone down this path that they think is leading to glorious victory. <laughs> when in fact, we wrote a really nice essay and we're going to interview one of our friends on our podcast. We should also have Adam on because of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. he's, he's obviously very interested. It's kind of affecting him personally, which is sick. Um, but yeah, you're right. We don't when, when we set out to to do this podcast and to start this blog, we didn't think to ourselves, oh, let's try and change as many people's lives as possible. No. We, you were slightly further behind in your minimalism journey than I was, and we wanted to have discussions about what we had found during the process. Yeah, definitely. I think if we can, if we can help some other people get, uh, get closer to happiness or kind of relieve themselves of stress or look at life in a slightly different way as well. Perfect. But that's not our main goal. So it's very nice to hear that we are affecting some people. And if you are one of the people affected, thanks so much for listening. Um, please do get in touch because we want to hear, we want to hear your stories and we want to hear about how you are applying the things that we're discussing. So yes, let's get Adam on the podcast. I would enjoy that thoroughly. And he'll definitely be listening to this. As he's on his way to work. So when one of us sees him in work, we'll, he will approach us about this. We'll high, so, five, we'll high five him. 
okay, we'll high five you. Adam, when we see you in work, if we don't get a high five, we'll know you've not listened and screw you. So. Okay. But we love you, Adam. And he has he had overnight oats the other day. Ooh. Oh, that's so hipster. Um, who's your overnight oats? Stop doing that. Who is your shout out for? My shout out is for. <laughs> I've got two. I've got two because I've got two little shout outs this week. That's against the rules. Uh, well, you've had two, so I'm gonna take. I'm I haven't. Take... When did I have two? You did have two. I ones. have two quite a lot. Yeah, because I can't uh, decide. <laughs> yeah, I can't <laughs> this week. So, uh, my first one is for uh, Jen. Some people may know, some people may not, called Peter McKinnon. Peter McKinnon is an amazing photographer uh, and videographer from Canada. He's a really cool guy. Uh, I was led to his YouTube channel recently by a friend um, because, obviously, with photography and learning it and tips and tricks and the do's and don'ts, uh, I discovered him, and he, he's just a brilliant. His videos are really relaxed. His use of comedy is fantastic. He's easy to watch. He's not patronising. He's entertaining. So definitely, definitely check out Peter McKinnon, Peter McKinnon's channel. We'll put it in the show notes. We will put it in the show notes. And Craig is going to go back and listen through the podcast because... Um, what happens is we say, yeah, 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 we'll put that in the show notes. Craig forgets to write it down and it doesn't end up in the show notes. But this one will. So Craig is going to go through every podcast that we've done, all 25, and make sure everything that's been mentioned that has a link, a possibility in it. <laughs> you just mouth fuck off. <laughs> that has a link, possibility in it is linked in the show notes. So if you go to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash podcast. <laughs> Jinx. Um, then you will be able to see all of the previous episode notes. We are trying to work out how to get it in reverse order. <laughs> we tried it once, it failed, so we gave up. Um, also, if anyone knows how to work WordPress, please <laughs> please, please help us. Uh, so yeah, that was one. So Pete McKinnon, cool dude. His videos have helped me a lot the last week. Another one is for my boy, our homie. Don't do it. Anton. You're going to shout out Anton as <laughs> yeah, well? Yeah, because... I shouted him out last week. I know. Well, I'm shouting him out this week because I want to get into the gym with Anton. I want to get stuck into being a bit more energetic, a bit more exercise-y. I want to bring exercise into my life as a bit more of a focus. And he's said to me, I'm not going to murder you straight away. He's the king of motivation. Though. Go home. Like, at home, here's an app. Do some strength exercises at home build your strength back up yeah um and we'll get in hitting the gym as soon as as soon as you've completed that basically and i've nearly completed it i'm doing well i'm feeling good for it yeah you're looking uh, hench i'm dent i'm a i'm a dent man now i'm not i'm not i'm not in the slightest. um oh, but God. i'm feeling good from it and i'm looking forward to getting into the gym with anton getting motivated and getting stuck in and uh yeah shout out to anton he texted me the other day out of the blue just like Make sure you do your push-ups. And I was like, already done him. What a lad. Uh, so, yeah. No, thank you, Anton. Keep me motivated and we'll be in the gym soon. I like the um, I like the random text. Yeah, it's just... I was... I think One I was at my home. Favorites. Ironically, I was at home on the sofa chilling out and I got a text off Anton. I was like, oh, what, what, what must Anton want? And it was just, do your push-ups. Yeah, I've been texting Anton today as well. Oh, have you? He's been listening. He's been catching up on the podcast. He has, and he really appreciated the A N T O N Anton. <laughs> so, uh... um, this, I think we need to make a rule, right? We spoke about Anton a lot. We have. If he's I... not on by episode thirty, we've been in the podcast. Though. Here's the rule: from now on, we're not allowed to mention him. Oh. 
until he's been on the podcast. Right, okay. New rule. New rule. As of now. As of right now. Okay. We will get said person on the podcast. Anton. Oh. <laughs> I broke the rule. <laughs> well, why? Okay, we'll go from now. Okay, we're starting again. Well, like, did you clean slate? Clean fresh, slate. Fresh start. No more, Anton. Fresh start. Yeah, fresh start. They should call us the Febreze Brothers because it's feeling so fresh in here. Oh, <laughs> you you set yourself up for do that. You want, do you want a fresh start? Right, again? it's sixteen thirty now. Right, no more, no more mention of him. Okay, he's we're, gone. Cool. Um, shall we do the news? Yes, we should do the news. News, news, news. It's time for some good news. Is and yours you... good? Are you enjoying yours this week? Or, of course, I'm enjoying it. Silly question. Good news. That's why I put it in there. Oh, yeah. I like mine. Mine's interesting, but Ooh. I want to know what yours is. Um, well, that's why we do this section. So tell me. Lay okay. it on me. I'm going to lay down your beats. Right. So I was in London. Which was very warm. Really? You've not said. Tell us more about how you were in London. I've been in London uh, because that's where my family is. And I went it's out. 50 quid. Is, I went to see my dad and my mom, my Schwester, mein Schwester, mein, mein Schwester, mein Bruden, and took the kids. And that went, video you had, you have of your dad dancing with baby S. So good. <laughs> so funny. It was so funny. Um, yeah, we had pub food. We went to the model village. We went outdoor swimming at the Uxbridge swimming pool. Ooh. We then went to Casterbury Park. We went there twice. How we many did, model trains? Went on two different model trains. Wow. It was sick. It was really, really hot. And that's why my news this week comes from the island of Hawaii. Oh. Um, <laughs> I did not see that coming. No, you place. didn't. It was left field, but both places are warm. Uh, Better than being far right. Oh. Correct. Um, in a remarkable turn of events, Friday, a 35-year-old hiker whose disappearance more than two weeks ago in a Maui nature preserve triggered a massive search and garnered national headlines, was found alive and in relatively good health. Is the person called Friday? No, her oh. name is... It was just the way that you said it. I was like, oh. It happened on Friday. Right, okay. After being found, Amanda Ella was airlifted to Maui Memorial Medical Center. That's a Say that again. Yeah. Say that again. Maui Memorial Medical Center and, and reunited with and her again. family. She basically went on a hike. She was not seen for 17 days. Wow, that's, that's a long time. That you, you should be dead. She didn't have any broken bones and was very alert and aware. But what had happened is she took a fall, found herself in like a deep ravine that she couldn't get out of. Right. And... Um, big hole, basically. A big, massive hole. Um, and then was found. A helicopter was flying over and saw in... Obviously, if you're looking at ground level, you're not going to see what's below the ground. So a helicopter was flying over and saw something in the ravine that was like waving <laughs> frantically and rescued her 17 days later. Nice. So she's home. And for someone who goes on a lot of like long trail runs on their own, a bit of advice. Don't fall in a ravine. Don't fall in a ravine. But also, even if you are a confident hiker and walker and runner and orienteerer and navigator, you should leave a note telling someone where you're going and how long you expect to be, where to look if you don't come back. Do you do that when you go running? Um, no. Right, okay. But when I'm running around here, I kind of stay on the roads. Oh, okay. If I go to, if I go out Lake District or whatever, I will text someone and say, I'm going out on a really long trail run. I'm 
leaving now and I should be back in three hours. If I don't text you in three hours, ring someone. Ring the police. <laughs> ring Mountain Rescue and get them to come and save Bring me. the Maori Mountain Medical Centre people. Correct. And they'll solve it and they'll fly a helicopter over and they'll find me. <laughs> My name will be Amanda. So that's good news. Well done, Amanda. Well More done than two weeks How later. did she survive for 17 days? Sheesh kebab. You, you die of, of thirst, would you not? Yeah. So How she, long can you go without water? Three days. Wow. Only three days? I thought it was longer. No. Hey Siri, how long can a human survive without water? Thank you. Okay, I found this on the web for how long can a human survive without water. We're going to open it and find out what happens. Oh, it's gone. You can survive for a few weeks without food. Yeah, you can, can't you? I wonder how long it is for water. Anyway, while you're jibing on... Um, um, three weeks without food. How long can a person survive without water? Yeah, that's the that's the key. That's what we're looking for. I think it's gonna be like a week. I think it's like seven days. Well, dehydration can lead to lack of performance, lack of consciousness, coma, and death. Oh right, okay. So you know that, but you don't know how long someone can survive without water. No, I don't think it says. There's no, there's no definite. It depends on how much you sweat. Oh yeah, true. Because I guess if you're in a hotter environment, you're gonna sweat more, so then you'll survive less. There's no reliable predictor of how fast dehydration would kill a person. Many survival blogs suggest that an average person can survive for somewhere from two days to a week without food. Yeah, I thought it was about a week. So when I said three days, and you said. <laughs> I was right. Yeah, all right, sure. Okay, let's hit, hit me with your good news. So my... Hit me with your good news! Didn't fire away! I think I will. Uh, there's a... It's design week, apparently, over in the New York City. Welcome to New York. Uh, dun, dun. And it's been waiting for you. There's a big public art thing around with public punching bags. Oh. So, you know, you get a little bit frustrated. You're on your... Obviously, New York's a very busy city. There are public punching bags around for people that are a little bit peeved off just to give it a little smack and be like, I feel better now. Oh, that's such a so good idea. So rather than punch another person. Or just bottle up your anger. Yeah, punch the punching bag. Done. Sick idea. Like, and I think it's a really good idea as well because, it, yeah, you're relieving your stress, but... It's not going to be there forever, apparently. Apparently, with it being this public art thing, they may all get taken down. Of course they will. It's very temporary. But they Like the bees in Manchester. They are trying to get people to do it more. That's a sick idea. Yeah, if you're like... Oh, I can't believe it. You can... I'm, after reading it, even thinking of putting a stress ball in my car for when I really annoyed at other drivers i can just be like oh i don't get annoyed when i'm driving because i'm always listening to carly ray jepson and she makes me happy so happy i literally can't feel sad while driving because i just listen to carly ray jepson and you and... have a notepad that says wanna fuck <laughs> no i don't <laughs> unless you do okay shall we get into this week's essay this week's essay is interesting i'm really glad we're doing this. Um, big fan of The Matrix. Big fan of the boy Keanu. Oh, we've so, talked about Keanu recently, have we not? We did, because I watched John Wick 3. I've not seen John Wick 3 yet. It's great. Don't kill his dog or steal his car. They're the rules. Mm, okay. Does that happen in this no. one? Spoilers, what happens? Doesn't have his dog killed or has his car steal. Daughter? Stolen. Doesn't have one. 
Mm. So it's not like taken. Bones. Someone takes his bones? No. Someone takes his bones. And he's just like a boneless man, like, riding around That's exactly what happens. That doesn't sound good. And he's like, jelly all over the place. Yeah. Like the, um, like the humans in Wally who haven't used their bones for years and they're just like pudgy little fuck bags. <laughs> I don't remember that, but yeah. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So this essay so is called, key, key, key maker. this essay is called Keymaker, and it is a reference to the Matrix trilogy. So if you have not seen the Matrix trilogy, you have wasted your time listening to this podcast because everything we're about to tell you relates to the Matrix trilogy. Is it the second Matrix with the ghost twins in? Oh, I think it's Matrix 3. It might be Matrix 3. Yeah, because he goes through the door, he meets the architect, and... Oh, shit, is that the right one? That might be the end of number two. Spoilers! Anyway. Oh, the Matrix Reloaded, which one was that? Second one. Yeah, that's... Revolutions is the third that's one. That's where he's in, 2003. And in order, they go... Number one's the best... Then number three, then number two. And the Keymaker's in number two, the one we're about to reference. Yeah. Great character, though. And the Maravingian as well, he's a great character. He's the kind of, like, pompous French guy who talks about code as if it's sex. Um, anyway, Keymaker. This essay can be found at manifestsimplicity.com forward slash Keymaker. But if you are an email subscriber, you have got a little email not annoying you in your inbox, but... Just reminding you that the essay has been released. On a Friday, you get an email saying, hey guys, just a quick update. An essay has come out. Please try and read it before the podcast comes out so that you're in the know and you can show off to all of your friends that you knew about what the essay was before it got released. Um, so go to the website, put your email address in, and we will email you when a new essay comes out. This one, Keymaker, came out on Friday, and you are about to hear it. So the Keymaker... Um, shall we do like a little bit of context on what the keymaker's job is in the film? Well, you can do, but do you know what I've just read here? So, Reloaded came out in May, and then Revelation, Revolutions, which completes the trilogy, came out six months later. I've never seen them ever do that. You'd only have to wait years yeah. for a, a sequel. Yeah, the Lord of the Rings sequels came out 17th, 18th, and 19th of December on consecutive years. Oh, interesting. I know oh. that because I went to see them for three years on my birthday. Oh. I was born on the 18th of December. The Keymaker is a fictional character portrayed by Korean-American actor Randall Duk Kim in the 2003 film The Matrix Reloaded. He is a computer program that can create shortcut commands, physically represented as keys, which can be used by other programs to gain quick access to various areas within the simulated reality of The Matrix. He appears as an elderly bespectacled Asian man dressed in a button-down shirt, smock, and an apron hung with bunches of keys. Right, this essay is about to pop off. Popping off in three, two, one, commence pop-off. Keymaker. The Keymaker helps people get to where they need to be, offers shortcuts and backdoors. When we are struggling with something, we often think that the key to success is to keep moving forward regardless of what blocks the road ahead. Like a narrow corridor full of people, our lives can be congested and impassable. What we need is a key maker. Yes, it's a Matrix reference, trust me, it'll make sense. 
Our struggles and trials are like that long corridor. We are full of doubt, fear, regret, worry, anxiety, and despair as we face the narrow blocked path. But there are rows of doors on both sides that could lead us to happiness via a different route. In order to access whatever is on the other side of those doors, we need the key for each door. In order to acquire the keys to those doors, we need a key maker. My key maker is deep thought. I lose myself in a mountainside trail run, in a new musical listening experience, in a new idea. This process brings context to my problems, recalls words of wisdom to my mind, and keeps my brain moving instead of focused on the worry and anguish I am facing. Your keymaker could be conversation with a friend, or strenuous physical activity, or writing a diary. Whatever it is, that key unlocks the pathway to resolution, and eventually, hopefully, happiness. But if we never find our keymaker or never let us do it do its job, we run the risk of struggling through the crowded corridor of people alone, taking shoulder bumps and harsh words and distasteful looks with no one to show us a viable alternative route. The keymaker is there to make things easier. We are all trying to reach the door at the end of the hall, but sometimes we need help with choosing, choosing which route to take. When Morpheus says to the Merovingian, he says, we are looking for the keymaker. The Merovingian says, oh, he has a very thick French accent, which I'm not going to attempt. Oh, yes, it's true. The keymaker, of course. But this is not a reason. This is not a why. The keymaker himself, his very nature is a means. It is not an end. And so to look for him is to be looking for a means to do what? We would argue that it's a means to grow. So, think deeply, run far, talk unashamedly, write with abandon. Give your keymaker a chance to lead you to the next chapter of your life. Very, very powerful. So good. Very powerful. So good. Um, Even if I do say so myself, because I wrote it. You did. And uh, Yeah, no, it's great stuff. It's, it's really interesting to, to think of something in a film like that outside and how it impacts people outside of the film yeah uh, what made you write this one um i think what was happening in my life um at one point was like i've been through a load of different things different relationship struggles and situations in my kind of creative life in my family life where i needed something to move me from where i was to where i wanted to be and if you, ha if you face that enough, you kind of work out the ways in order, the ways to push yourself to, to the next and to the end of the corridor. For me, it came, it came to a situation where I kind of, I didn't know which path to take. I don't know, I didn't really know where my future led, uh, was, was leading, what the right decision was to make. And the thing I decided to do was to go on a really long run and use that time to get completely lost in thought. Every once in a while, I, I normally run with my headphones in so I can listen to a podcast or music or whatever. Um, and it kind of distracts me and I just clock up miles and it's all very easy and simple. If I want to get into one of these deep thought situations in order to kind of work out what's next and kind of what the next path is to take, I will go without the headphones and I will just hear myself breathing and I'll hear my feet hitting the floor and I will hear the, everything around me. And what that forces you into, it forces your brain to actually 
um, focus. And that deep thought is my, my key maker would be deep thought because I need that kind of isolation, I guess, to um, guide me down the right path. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a situation where you're, make, you're about to make or are in the process of making a pretty big life decision, um, it's important to have something to go to that can help you make that decision. Um, so yeah, deep thought, activity. I know people whose who's key maker would be like really strenuous exercise. People who are struggling with something, and obviously like running is very similar, but people who are struggling with something will like go and lift loads of stuff or go for like massive great long swim or I don't know. Yeah, like there's always, there's a way to wake yourself up out of the decision and force yourself into a situation where you have to come up with the solutions for your problems. I think if I was to think about mine, it might be organisation, like planning and like looking at... How telling. Because <laughs> you're the, one of the best people at it. Like, I think I'd, I'd look at planning and like potential consequences of taking one path down another and what those potential outcomes would be and then sort of how that, make, how that might make me feel. Yeah. And then I would take that and be like, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to avoid that. So this decision is probably the right one for me. Right. Uh, and talking it out with someone as well. Sometimes if I'm getting a bit stuck with something and I can't see the end down either path, I'll be like, well, what do you think? Yeah. And get a different person's perspective on it. But yeah, I think planning it out and, you know, getting a little bit of a taste for each path. Yeah, I was speaking to someone yesterday who said that their um, their key maker would be um, advice from their parents. Oh, okay. Like, Interesting one. If you need help with a work or business related decision, you go to the parent that um, is best with those kind of things. Um, and you have a kind of honest conversation about what the situation is you're facing and how that person would approach it. And then you can kind of tweeze out it ingredients from their understanding and apply them to your own life um and i think it's about what suits you as well i think having it show on what's suiting you and how it impacts you and how it makes you feel which is why i like the the feeling out and the planning because i'll i'll know if something feels right with me i'm like yeah i definitely could see myself doing that i'm really i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna like that path i'm gonna go down or whether that path actually isn't for me and then you can say no to it or yeah. go, you know, take the other route. Very, yeah, it's a very personal thing to find out what your key maker is and apply it to your own situation. Mine would be deep thought or maybe potentially like, yeah, strenuous exercise and physical activity. For me, I think I get with deep thought, I'd lose myself, i get distracted and I'd yeah. lose myself like, I can think to myself one thing and then I'll be like, oh yeah, but this, that, and you know, I'll go down those paths yeah. in my own head and I'm like, no, I, need, I just, this is why I'll be getting ready and I'll be like, no, just, let's just focus on one thing. Yeah. Some and then pe- now is not the time for I know some thought. people who like to create things to force themselves into a completely different mind space so that when they come out of that situation, they're, they've got that clarity. Yes. Yeah. Um, so creativity is another massive one. If you are interested in creativity, you could go to the show notes and you could find a link to our essay, Creativity, um, manifestsimplicity.com forward slash creativity and read about um, that middle ground that um, where creativity is found. Um, so that is some people's key maker. Um, mine definitely would be deep thought. Um, yeah, 
people have spoken to who have, who I've had a conversation with about this, knowing that this um, podcast was coming up, have said that there's, yeah, like strenuous exercise is a really good one. Conversations with people who you trust is a really good one. Um, creativity, massive, absolutely huge. Um, but yeah, I think deep thought is where I land. Yeah, I like that one. I um, can see why for you as well, like it is a good one. Yeah, I, like, I think I spend a lot of time on my own, um, but I always have something happening. Like I'm pretty focused right now on being a really good dad and working hard at work and running as much as, as is possible and writing as much music as possible. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to be really creative. I'm trying to be active. I'm trying to be a conscientious... Consci conscientious. Father. And I'm trying to commit a bit more energy and focus to work. But all of that means is that it's all very um, noisy. And in order to get into a deep thought moment, I have to remove all of that. Um, if you want to find... Oh my, there's so many links. This is, this is kind of um, linking back to a load of different essays that we've discussed previously. So you could read Summits. So if you go to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash summits, you could read about switching off the noise in order to find clarity. And if you go to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash perspective, you can read about removing yourself from your normal every day in order to um, allow yourself to solve a problem. Mm, I like those ones. Like There were some good ones that we've done Yeah. where it was just about getting in your own head. Now, one thing I struggle with is just not getting distracted by things. So like my, I'm trying to simplify things down and my weeks at the moment are how have I learned something new in photography? Yeah. And how has my home life been? Like how have I, have I played with the dog enough? Have I, have me and Jenna spent enough time together? Things yeah. like that. Like, Super important stuff. Yeah, but... just those three things for me this month are all I'm going to be focused on. Like yeah. the end of every week, like work, yeah, comes and goes, it's every day. But that's not where my drive and my focus are right now. My focus yeah. and drive are those three things. In, in yeah, so maybe... maybe we've um we've kind of neglected the monthly challenge this month last month we had the month off because we had so much stuff going on we didn't have really time to prepare um maybe this month we could have a month of detailed focus yeah um so what we'll do is this month you will concentrate on prioritizing three things for the entire month mine will be spending quality time with the boys mm-hmm being creative, so I'm going to be writing a lot more music and getting back into running. Those are the three things that I'm going to be concentrating on this month. I missed a race today. We are recording on Sunday. Yes. And um, I... Was there a race on? Or was it well, while we were at work? Or? While we were at work. So I missed um, Lakeland Trails Half Marathon, oh. which I've run for the last three years um, and have got increasingly better. So I think I came 11th, I came 8th, and then I came 6th. So I was looking at a kind of trying to win, basically. Almost podium finish this yeah. time. Yeah. Um, but I've been injured and there's been lots of other stuff going on. So I'm really excited about getting back into some trails this summer. So those are the three things I'm going to be focusing on. You're focusing on photography. Photography. Quality time with Jenna. Uh-huh. And what was the other one? Uh, the dog like making sure I'm spending enough time with the dog, like playing with him. Like sometimes it's easy to come home from work and you just sit on your phone or you watch TV and that. Like I want to actually yep. spend time playing with him, taking him out for walks in different locations, like yep. and not just get sort of kicking the routine in the. Yeah, I think you know, I think that can you know, be like a form third. of meditation, can't it, for you? Because it's like you get you taking for a walk and it's, it's a one-sided nice. conversation, but it's nice to kind of yeah, like it's a you little bit of switch, switch off him, time, isn't it? Yeah. Like you can vent to him. Like the other day, I really didn't feel too good. 
and I, like, I curled up on the side of the sofa and like Otis just came and curled up with me and made no. me feel loads better. And Little Oti-woti. Well, he normally curls up with Jenna on her sofa. Like, we have the, the way our sofas are laid out, like, one's on the side, obviously, facing the window and the other one is facing the TV. So Jenna will curl up on the longer one. I will curl up on the other one, like, facing the TV. Uh, well, sort of to the side. Hold on a second, mate. Got two sofas. Yeah. Not very minimalist, is it? Well, it was, they came with the flat. So. <laughs> but we are getting... Guess who's got one sofa? This guy. Yeah, guess who's got one sofa and one chair. This That's guy. a lie. I've got four chairs. Are you doing four chairs? Yeah, why am I, why am I agreeing to that? That's a load of shit. <laughs> uh, so, and you've still got a Christmas tree, so... Yeah, I like the tree and I don't know where to put it. What I mean, do you do with your Christmas tree? It's dead. It's really dead. It's really dead. What do you do with a dead Christmas tree? Well, I mean, in January, you there are people that come and collect them and get rid of them. Maybe not so much in June. Uh, okay, so my mission for the rest of the evening is to go and put that somewhere. Good luck with that. Good luck. Someone in Chorley's getting a Christmas tree. <laughs> Someone in Chorley's getting a Christmas tree in their front garden. Um, yes, so, yeah, that can be this month's challenge. We are, we are, this, we'll call it focus, and we'll be focusing on three things for the entire month, so... Reflect back on it at the end of the month, find out how we feel we've got on, maybe journal it a bit. Yeah, it's a good uh, idea. Try journaling, it was difficult, um, but this, I can journal down and be like, so here's how I feel I've done this week, and monitor progress, like you did with your runs. Yeah, exactly. So, yes, I'll be focusing on running, quality time with the kids and writing more music and Craig will be fo focusing on quality relationship time, um, dog venting and meditation and photography. Mm -hmm, definitely. Perfect. Um, if you want to read this essay and get a little bit deeper into it, um, please do head to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash keymaker. Um, interestingly, I think I might try and track down a... Um, a good write-up of the metaphor of the keymaker. Um, the whole of the Matrix is a metaphor. Yeah. Um, it's a very powerful and great metaphor, like especially at the time it came out as well. Yeah, amazing. The slave to slaves to the machines, to the electronic world, and it's literally where we are now. Like people are not off their devices. Like I am addicted to my phone. Hi, I'm Mick, and I'm a phone addict. <laughs> Hi, Mick. I've been a phone addict for a long time. A long time. Un 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 indeterminable. I, I am currently probably about four minutes sober because I've been on my phone while we're making the podcast. I'm checking stuff. I'm looking up the key maker, going on the website. Yeah, but that's stuff you're allowed to do. But like, I find myself being addicted to my phone. Like, So I'll be playing on the PS4 with a few of the guys from work and in between games I'll literally like reach down from my phone and I'll unlock it and go what what did I want to do oh yeah I'll just load that up and it, it would be an app I loaded up like 10 minutes earlier and I'll be like yeah nothing's changed yeah. and I need to consciously now just be like no so I might start leaving my phone in the bedroom when I'm at home so I'm not tempted to pick it up as yeah, much yeah 100% definitely don't need like that is something I will be looking to change yeah we are we are slaves to these machines right now um, and uh, yeah, The Matrix is super powerful. I really want to watch it again. I've not watched it for a little while. Um, little bit of news for you post-essay. Apparently they're making another one. Ooh. Didn't know that. Making Have you only just found that out now? I've, I've found it out probably about a week ago. Oh. I thought apparently they're making a new Matrix movie. Brilliant. I love it. I mean, I love Keanu Reeves. However, what story are they going to tell? Yeah, they pretty much rounded it all off. 
Unless it's pre-Neo. Oh, could be. Is them like fighting machines? I don't think it'll be very good. But we can see. They mm. might they might they might do it well. They might do it well. I'm not saying it'll be bad, but they might do it well. It's like if they made another Ghostbusters movie now. Yeah, like the girl one was okay. The male ones were hilarious back in the day. Just don't do another one. Just yeah, leave it. Just kill it. Like, like Toy many... Story 4. <coughs> you don't need to make a Toy well, Story 4. That looks great. I mean, it's animated, so there's a lot you can do with it. Yeah. But what I'm excited for with the new Men in Black is obviously Chris Hemsworth, legend. Yeah. But it's going to be... Thor's fat. Oh. Oh. Spoilers. They don't know what for. But um, you... End game. Oh, God. End game spoilers. Thor... Is fat. Oh, gee. And he plays Fortnite. He, yeah, he does. So if you've, I mean, if you've not seen it now, he should have forewarned you about the spoiler. He didn't. That's his bad. Um, but Men in Black, Chris Hemsworth, Ace Guy, and I th- is it set after the original, like J and K? And... Bro, I don't I have no idea. Men in Black is sick. Like, it's great, but this one looks like it's too much of a comedy. Like, mm. the originals were funny because of Will Smith, but they were also serious because action. of it's a, it's a, Tommy Lee it's Jones. It's action comedy. The word action being first. Because they're I think, I think they flipped it. I think they flipped it. This one's comedy action. Same as, um, same as the Ghostbusters movies. The first Ghostbusters movies were, yeah, like, action, kind of action films. Like, family films with good, funny bits in them. But yeah, shit's just got... Like Jumanji. Jumanji, the original with Robin Williams, is like a wicked action movie. Yeah. With not, a, like, not like not like guns and... But like the new Jumanji is just trying to be really funny. I mean, I love the Kevin Hart. Uh, I love the Kevin Hart. I love Kevin Hart and The Rock. But yeah, it's not... It couldn't have... It didn't need to be called Jumanji. They could... Like, they... What I did like was it wasn't a board game still. It was like a modern day one where it was a video game. See on, that on just that just that just annoys me. That oh, I liked it because they brought. Jumanji oh, let's make into let's make Forrest age. Gump too. He's still running. <laughs> but yeah, but what they did was they turned the board game into a. Let's video make game. Saving Private Ryan again. But he needs saving. I like how it modernised it. That's what I was saying. Let let's save let's save Private Ryan's son. No. In World there's War no, Three. There's no. Well, there will be a World War Three if we keep going on this way. Um, good. Go and read the essay. It's good. Yeah, just check it out. Or scroll back a little bit and I just read the whole thing. Yeah, rewind. (laughs) Rewind. Remix. Um, Uh, I saw someone the other day who said that um, they had only just found out that The Rock and Dwayne Johnson were the same person. Um, One of Jenna's friends did the same with Childish Gambino and Donald Glover. They thought they were two different people. She thought that Donald Glover was in the video for Childish Gambino's music song. Their music... uh, Music song. Music song. (laughs) (laughs) That worked real good, pretty mouth. Okay, it's time for Ask Reddit. Oh, let's try and do like a barbershop quartet. No, you don't. Sing your note, but don't listen. Uh, Reddit. Yeah. Um, who I need for that is my friend Alex Raymond. 
Me Alex and, is 50 quid. No, he's not my dad. He's no. one of my friends from home. He's a very talented musician and a songwriter. And I used to play in a band with him. That was really fun. You used to play in a band? You do music? Yeah, how Tell weird. Us how strange. Oh, you run and you write music and you, you host a blog about minimalism. God, you're so interesting. Um, ask Reddit. What is something you do on a daily basis? Daily braces? Daily braces! What is something you do on a daily basis to try and make the world a little better? I get up each day. Yeah, you make the world better. <laughs> I make the world better. You, Craig Woods, me. you make the world I a try and place. bring comedy to the workplace of an already positive environment, but I like to just I like to just think a little bit more positively than some of those miserable people we have working around us. And it's hard sometimes to get, you get in a rut, you get in a rut and it's a bad day, something will trigger you off, but it's nice to, to feel a bit more positive sometimes. Um, I am grossly over positive at all times. Y you are. Um, I don't know. But in a comedic way. Yeah, I don't know anyone who will hurdle a bench in the place we work run into the place where we fix things and put on Madonna and dance. Does anyone else twerk in the repair room apart from me? Just you. Just me. Just you. Yeah. Okay. What's something you do on a daily basis to make the world a better place? Okay, so let's go through some of my answers. Park inside the lines. Ooh. Don't be that guy. Yeah, you do. Like, like I said to you earlier, like the place, like obviously where we work, shopping center, like the, where you park is big. I think for us as staff, because obviously we're there all day. So parking somewhere where you don't get idiot shoppers sometimes just smacking your car carelessly, because they're not going to care. They're not going to put a note on about, really sorry, I dinged your car. Yeah. Like, so I think parking sensibly is good. Like, so my car's quite small. It's about being considerate. Yeah. So where you park normally, there's that yellow, uh, the white striped lines to the left. Like, if it was me, I would park just on the line of that so there's enough of a gap on the right so that if they park like an idiot, oh, I don't they're wanna, not going to hit me. I don't want to invite other people to park next you to me. You don't care as much about your car as I do. Uh, I've just had it cleaned, and now I care about it. Oh, really? This is oh. new for you. It smells incredible. It's got nothing in it. It's the most minimalist car of all time now. Ooh. It's so good. It is nice. Like I've I got taken my car cleaned I've, last week. I've got rid of all the rubbish. On Monday, Monday, I got my car cleaned, got in it, and it smelled like heaven. It's so good. My, I've got a lemon dangly smelly thing. A dangly, a dangly dangly. What are they called? Air freshener. Air freshener. Um, Go on, the, what else? The other thing that, we, that I've done a lot, and I know that you're pay. interested in, is pay for people's food and coffees. So I do this thing on a semi-regular basis where there's a Starbucks drive-thru near where we work, also, I do, I've done it at McDonald's before. And if you can see behind you that the person in the car behind you is like either on their own or it's like a mother and a kid or it's like, yeah, not like a huge group of people. I will, at the payment bit, I'll say, cool, here's what I'm paying for for myself. And here is also, could I also pay for the people behind me as well? And they're like, they always go, uh, why would you want to do that? I'm just like, oh, I just like, like doing nice things for night. For, for do people. they always do? Have they never not, have they always go, all oh, right, okay, yeah, cool. Sometimes they go, oh yeah, that's fine. Just like, or they're like, oh, they've not finished ordering or whatever. But I just wait and then I pay for theirs as well. The trick with it is that you have to drive off very quickly. Because if you pay for theirs and you don't, and you sit and wait, or you eat in your car, or whatever you're doing. Oh no, I always just drive away. Yeah, you've got to drive away, because otherwise they think that you've paid for them, so that you'll, 
and they're expecting you're expecting something, you're expecting in, something return. in return oh thank you so much for paying for my coffee or here's 50 quid um, it's 50 quid but like yeah you've got to drive away so that it doesn't seem like you're doing it for some other reason and then they can come up with the reason they want for themselves like you're a nice guy you're a nice you know doing a nice thing did or... it by accident I like yeah, that I, think you... I like to think that they get there and they and the guy and the thing uh, the guy who's taking the money goes oh that guy paid for yours and they go ha Shame, what an idiot. <laughs> well, thanks for my free coffee and my free but sandwich. I think if you pull up in the area within sight of them, it, you're then sort of... Being like, thank, thank you me. The, if, thank me. Yeah, if I you need were the thanking. person in that car that just had their drinks paid for them, you'd, you'd feel obliged then. You'd like, Especially British people, they'd be like, oh, well, now I've got to say thank you and I don't want to say thank you. What yeah. an arse. So I just drive like, off. Yeah, yeah, it's I'll, easier just to drive It's off. It's um, also nice to do it in coffee shops. I feel like people are, have queued and they're a bit angry and they want a coffee and they feel a bit annoyed because they're, they've had to like wait and you know, you're, you're tired and the reason you've gone to get a coffee is because you're a little bit pissed off and you want kind of a bit of a boost. And then you just pay for yours and you say, and I'll pay for whatever this guy's having as well, if that's okay. And that sometimes they say, no, it's fine. And you say, okay, don't worry. I was just trying to do something nice. I appreciate it if you don't want me to do it. Some people are a bit like freaked out by someone trying to do something nice for them um, because they're like, oh, what? Like, I think also people are either like, what have I done to deserve it? Or they're like, oh, what does this guy want? Um, but I've done it before, like quite a lot of times. I like doing it at McDonald's breakfast. That's a good one. Someone's just rolling through and grabbing a coffee. I'm like, cool, we'll pay for those as well. Um, Starbucks drive through is a good place to do it. And a donuts as well. There's a drive through Krispy Kreme. Yeah, there is. Unless yeah. they get in a box of like 200 donuts. <laughs> and then you're like, can I pay for the people behind me as well? Just to like brighten up their day. And they're like, yeah, that's 500 pounds. <laughs> and you're like, no. Um, so forget saying anything. Instant uh, regret. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the other one is smile at people and compliment people more. Mm. When was the last time you complimented a stranger? Oh, a while ago. I don't remember specifically what, but I just—I think it was a while ago. I lo- I make a conscious effort to be like, dude, really like your shoes, or like, bro, your tight ass. Y- what? 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 Sorry. Go on. No, you can't say that. I didn't say anything. It's, it's harassment. You should try not to do it. You should try not <laughs> Yo, to do that. Ass is tight. You should try not to do it in a creepy way. You should do it in a appreciate the effort kind of way. Yeah. I feel like guys. Doing it to girls is a little bit like you have to do it right because otherwise the girl goes, oh, he wants something. And but the, my favorite is to compliment another man, to right. to be like if a guy has like clearly made an effort or he's like wearing a suit and he looks sick or like you can tell, yeah, he's like putting a little bit more work than normal. Just be like, dude, you're looking fucking sick in that suit right now. <laughs> and he'll be like, yeah, thanks. And you're like, yeah, and you'd like, bro, you spud each other and get on with your day. Spud each other. Yeah, it's so sick. Um, I love that kind of stuff. And I feel like it's, it's a really easy way to bright, A, brighten up someone's day. Makes you feel great as well because they're always smiling. Yeah. And it brightens up. Rapport the... straight away rapport. Correct, yeah. I really like Vibes. It. I, yeah, I like, like, oh my God, have you had a ca- your hair, your hair, if you had a haircut because your hair looks sick. Like one of the guys I'm messaging on Instagram about uh, meeting up for some photography shots and stuff. Um, he, like one of the first questions he said to me was, how long have you been taking pictures? Like, how long have you been into photography? And I was like, oh, I mean, overall, quite a long time, but actually doing it myself, probably about a month, two months, maybe three at a push. And he mm. was like, oh, cool. It's like, what about you? He said 12 months. I was like, dude, your pictures are incredible. And he was like, oh, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So just commenting someone on their work as well and the effort they've put in. Like, this guy's incredible. He's only been doing it 12 months. Yeah. Insane. I love giving a compliment. Effort, it well, makes you well, feel good and it makes them feel good. So, I'm, Especially I, if someone accepts the compliment. If someone doesn't accept the compliment it and, gets tough. and they get a bit like, oh, what are you doing that for? It's yeah. like it's difficult to want to do it then again, I think. Yeah, I think that's why context is so important. Like, you don't do... In the queue for in the queue for coffee, great. Everyone's everyone's pretty relaxed. In the at a restaurant, you don't go and interrupt someone to tell unless it's like in a cool like cool like way. You'd be like, dude, appreciate the appreciate the shirt or like. The other one is like buskers. I really like going up to buskers between songs and being like, dude, you're really good. Do you ever get the fear of rejection? Like, if you ever you went to buy someone a coffee, you were like, oh, let me get that coffee for you. And they were like, no. I'd be like, okay, cool. I'll buy it for someone else. <laughs> um, I'm an I'm a, I'm a extreme extrovert. So I'm just, like, looking for an opportunity to talk to people. I like talk, I like chatting up old ladies. I like making funny faces at kids. I like complimenting guys who look sick. I like... I think I'd get really defensive if, if like, I was like... Or I'd be really like, what? What do you mean? I'm trying to do something nice. Like, I think if I offered to buy someone a coffee and they were like, no, I'd either get really apologetic, but oh my God, I'm really sorry. Or I'd just be like, all right, fine. Well, I'm, so just, I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to do something nice. I'm not, there's no hidden agenda. I'm not trying to sleep with you. I'm not trying to buy you something. I'm yeah. not trying to get you to hang out with me. I'm literally just trying to do a nice thing. Yeah, I think, I think you can say that. That's, um, I feel like people are far too guarded often and reserved and reserved is for restaurant tables, bruh. If you, if you're, um, I like the fact that people live in their own little bubble and if you can kind of break their bubble for a little bit and show them that there's like other people out in the world who are, break the bubble. I just punched forward really lamely with my left arm Uh, because I don't have power in my arms because I can't lift my own body weight and that's why I've got to do more bouldering. So if you want to go bouldering, hit me up. Um, you want to see Mix B day, hit him up. You want to hit, you want to. You want to, what? Um, yeah, if you can break through someone's bubble a little bit and show them that there's other people out there living their own lives and it's okay for you to kind of be extroverted a little bit. Yeah. Um, I feel like it brightens up your day and it brightens up their day. So cool. that's good. I like it. What about your Ask Reddit? You, you can read my Ask Reddit because okay. I've told you not to read it because I know that you'll just start thinking about it. Okay. If two... Oh my God. It's good, isn't it? It if... gets the mind thinking. If two mind readers are reading each other's thoughts, whose thoughts are they actually reading? Exactly. Boo. I don't even have an answer for you. So one of the answers on Reddit was feedback loop, just consistent feedback static. Yeah. Because the, the connections was looping. Yeah. And someone, someone wrote the word penis over and over again. So it was just penis, 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 penis. Yeah, like an echo of penis. And, yeah, and then someone else underneath had continued to write penis. <laughs> I like it on Reddit when, when someone starts something and people join in. It's and like when it. people put the word F for something being dead. They're just like, oh, pay F to pay respects. <laughs> What's F? F? Uh, so it was one of the Call of Duty games. There's a, it's like, there's a death scene for a character and it's at their funeral and it says... On the if you play it on PC, it says press F to pay respects. So like loads of people now, it's like an internet thing now where people are just if they see something that's completely dead or someone gets murdered by words, it's just F underneath. That's so funny. I didn't know. I've seen that a lot, and I didn't know what but it was people for. People downvote it every now and again as well. Like I I commented F on this long list of string of Fs once, and I got downvoted for it. I was like, what? That's so funny. But yeah, um, the 
Yeah. It's a tough one to think about. Like, whose so mind the, are they reading? Because uh, Mick, so let's imagine it's me and you, right? right. And we're reading each other's if minds. I'm reading your I'm mind. reading your mind, and what you're thinking about is what's in my head. So, yeah. But then... Yeah, but uh, so yeah, so, but it, the same would apply if I was reading but your. Mind. Am I? Am I thinking? Okay, so this is this is the ambiguity. I'm reading your mind. Yes. Your mind is concentrated on mm. reading my mind. Yes. So am I just seeing you trying to read my mind, or are you getting your own thoughts back? But my thoughts are to read. I need my to mind. read Craig's mind. And my thoughts are, I need to read Mick's mind. So there's nothing would happen. It would cancel out. Ooh, do you reckon? Yeah, and you'd both just see the other person trying to read your mind. Oh, interesting. I'm the winner. I'm the winner. I think you've answered the question. You should get on Ask Reddit. I should go and answer it, because I'm the best. 100% go and answer that. For sheezy. For shizay. Um, That's it. I think we're done. Good question. That was a nice... Nice lengthy episode. But I like these little one hour hitters. We do just about bang on an hour. Yeah, and you may have noticed that we had a little pre-roll this week. Oh, that remind pre-roll. That reminded you to go and sign up on the website. So if you haven't signed up on the website, we've mentioned it freaking three times on this episode. <laughs> okay, so smile more. Remember that is all. There is always a way to move forward. You just need to find and exploit your keymaker and. Don't try and read my mind. Don't try and read my mind, because I'm thinking about reading your mind. Right, it's time for us to get back to the real world, but we'll see you next time on Manifest Simplicity. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please leave us a five-star review. Not four, not three, not two, not one. That way, more people get to hear the show. There's been 17 reviews on the Apple Podcast app. Thank you very much to all 17 of you. I was one of them. If you want to read more things we've written, check out the blog at manifestsimplicity.com. And if you want to keep up with our daily lives, you can find us on social media by searching Manifest Simplicity. That's it. And remember, when your life is simple, you allow space for your brain to work, for your heart to explore, and for your mind to be creative. Simple isn't always easy, but it's always more fulfilling. Bye, friends. Thank you.